Hello, everybody. Welcome back to In Real Lore. This is Sonam and Nick. And today, Nick, what are we talking about? We're going to be talking about the Sisters of Silence, the Ooh. Null Maidens. I've heard, I've heard a lot about them. The Anathema Sakana. All right. <laughs> we were just, uh, we just finished our first live stream before f- filming this episode. So I'm in the midst of painting some stuff. So my Kill Team army is getting ready. So for all of you who are waiting for a Kill Team battle, it will happen this month. So stay tuned. Stay it's, subscribed. It's coming. I have to learn how yeah. to play Kill Team first. Put on first. the notification button if you really want to see it ASAP. And we will be doing more of those live streams if you want to chat with us too. Absolutely. So I want to get right into it today. I have this a little more organized. So that way we can see exactly what is the Sisters of Silence? How do they interact with the world around in 40K? And what is their role in general? Don't mind so, me. I'm just looking at uh, my uh, my sisters and how to paint them. <laughs> Please don't troll me. I'm, I'm learning. So the Sisters of Silence are something called the blanks. They're blanks, nulls, and they have something called the pariah gene. Now, in the 40K universe, all sentient the pariah life, gene. Pariah. Okay. You know what pariah means, right? I mean, piranha? Pariah. Don't know what it means. Pariah is someone who is outcast, who is not wanting not to be a part of a specific community. Okay. Um, yeah, outcast is a very good one. Mm-hmm. So in 40K, all sentient life has a connection to the warp, the ethereum, the, that other dimension that is described as a soul. So the soul allows a someone who is connected to it to use and pull that energy from that other dimension and do the abilities that they have. So a psyker can smite their enemy with lightning, pure energy. They can read minds. They can move things. Uh, giant robots can grow, grow wings and fly through the battlefield. Okay. That is all coming from the connection to the warp. Oh, yeah, that goddamn warp. Yes. I have no chaos idea. in things. Can I ask is you it, a question? Yes. How am I supposed to paint the underneath of these cloaks? Carefully. Kill me. <laughs> all right. We didn't change this water. Ew. That's all right. Ew. So, Sonam, think of walking through a forest at night. You won't be able to see much, and there might be monsters in the forest lurking on the sides. I but hope not. Since you're in the darkness, they can't see you. And you can't see them. Mm -hmm. So they pass over you. They won't be able to know who you are or what you're doing. A soul and a connection to the warp is like a light. Okay. A demon will be attracted to this light because they want to manifest. They want to be able to do things and attack you. Mm -hmm. So a demon will hunt for that light. The brighter the light, the more they'll be able to... You think an angel would hunt for the light, not the demon. Yes. <laughs> Are these front front cloaks supposed to be different than the back cloaks? Uh, nope. They should be should be all the same. All right. We'll so, continue. The brighter your light, the more they can manifest. They want it. They go for it. And this light, if you have a portal for demons, they can go directly through because it's just a bright light in the forest that lets them kind of walk on in and appear. So light is bad. Light is bad in this case. Poor 40K. Not quite. A dim light is like the Tau. They have, they can move along the path, but they're not, they're kind of passed over because the light's not bright enough for them to do anything and interact. Like they have very bad night vision. Mm -hmm. Normal humans have a candle bright enough to be seen and be desired. Mm -hmm. Demons want this light, but because it's not very bright, 
they can't directly manifest and enter it. They may be able to whisper in your ear and tell you, you want to fight this person. You want to go. Humans? Do humans, okay. yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to fight. You want to just sit there and do nothing. Like Nurgle is whispering to you. Slanesh is whispering to you to go to that nightclub and have a bunch of cocaine. Yeah. They can whisper and they might be able to possess you. Mm-hmm. But they can't directly manifest because the light isn't bright enough for them to it. Um, cults can summon demons, though, by performing rites and rituals that make that light brighter and allow demons to come directly into real space by just coming through the brighter light. Now, a psyker has a flashlight, not a candle. It's brighter and they can point it where they want to so they can control where it is. A trained psyker will be able to point that flashlight wherever they want to and make sure that it doesn't point at a demon. Because mm-hmm. when a demon goes into that light, they're like, hi, I'm here. I'm going to come in and rip apart your family. But an untrained psyker may not, well, because they want to use more of the light and its power, they can maybe be able to smite harder. They'll open the flashlight to wider. So that way it shows more of the forest. But then demons will show up and come on through. This is why in the Age of Strife, way before 40k, psychers started appearing. It's a mutation that allowed humans to actually use the warp. Mm-hmm. People were... I think we were talking psychers. about that, right? Yeah, before. people yeah. became psychers. And because they didn't know what to do, demons were just coming in and ripping worlds apart. So, so witch hunts happened okay, for that reason. So basically the warp and the light is bad because if you open it, it's like a portal. Yes. And demons come through. Exactly. And if you can't control it properly, bad shit happens. Exactly. Cool. Good to know. All right. Keep going. Yeah. More powerful psychers than just a regular psyker are like a focused LED light. Yep. I and they're trained. Things. So they can, they, it's really, really bright and they can show exactly where they want to go. Mm-hmm. And they, it's in a very, very small area. So they're less likely to focus on a demon. Mm-hmm. And even if they did, their light is so bright and so powerful, they can fight back demons. So this is your Astartes Librarians and Grey Knights. It is possible to fight demons directly this way, but it takes a significant amount of willpower to do so because even then the demons are in the light and they're trying to get into your brain and manifest. Is there a demon faction? Yes, Chaos yeah. Demons. Okay, cool. Yeah. I hate painting cloaks. <laughs> it will take a couple... Uh, yeah, and like you tell me not to get the paint at the end of the brush, but I have to because I gotta shove it in there. You get better over time. Trust me. Don't want Trust to be me. better over time. I just want to play kill team. Those now, those that have the pariah gene have no light. They are a black hole where any light nearby is just nullified. So I mean, that may be a good thing. To a normal person, they feel uncomfortable around someone with a pariah gene. They have an aura of uncanny valley. Nothing is physically wrong with someone that has the pariah gene, but there is some wrongness to them that twinges the monkey brain of ours. It's Mm. uncanny valley. Mm. It's like seeing like an an untouchable. It's like seeing a mannequin in a forest Mm -hmm. and it's just a human enough where it's like, okay, but you know, so your brain is just like, no, that's, that's gross. Um, Even stoic veterans of the Imperial Guard Find cold sweat prickling across his skin and their eyes itching and stomachs churning around people with a pariah gene. The touch of a trained null or someone with a pariah gene or a blank 
Should it ever be felt skin to skin is enough to make a man convulse with repulsion. What? Like a gag reflex? Exactly. You're just like, oh God, why are you touching me? So the sisters of silence are a gag reflex? They... <laughs> I have a feeling people are going to have some really interesting things to say about that. <laughs> Guys, who paints cloaks? Who the hell likes to paint cloaks? I'm sorry. This is really annoying. <laughs> I want to play the game. We'll get there. This sucks. <laughs> All right. All right. Now I get tired of So, to a psyker, though, so a normal person is just uncomfortable. To a psyker, it's like nails scratching at the inside of your brain. Because that connection that you've always had to the warp is now gone Mm -hmm. when you're in the presence of someone with the pariah gene. So Mm -hmm. it just, it breaks you. These pariahs are often abandoned at birth, typically, because of this genetic defect. The pariahs are the psych. Okay, the the sisters. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Sisters of Silence are people that have that. So they're not the only ones, though. Okay. Um, They often don't live past infancy because their mothers simply don't want anything to do with their child. Yeah, because they're just, they take away all the joys in life. (laughs) I knew you would have something to say on that. (laughs) It's like you have this baby and you're like, oh, baby, I was in so. It's a black hole. Yeah, they're soulless. In the eyes of people in the 40K, postpartum depression on steroids. I knew. I knew you would have something on that. <laughs> That's why I didn't oh, put it in my script. I'm so glad I don't have kids right now. <laughs> now, in the Eisenhorn book series, there is a blank named Bequen who is brought into the inquisitorial retinue of Eisenhorn. She basically becomes an employee. Her family abandoned her. She couldn't keep a job. And she was working as a pleasure girl and having very little success at it. Because people would see her picture and be like, wow, 10 on 10. I want to hire her. She would show up and you'd be like, ew, go, what? No. So their pictures are okay? Because it's okay. not their yeah, presence. Yeah, interesting. So Eisenhorn was in a raid and she actually saved his life. And he himself is actually a psyker. And he felt it. He knew like, oh God, there's something wrong with her. But she herself never knew what was wrong with her. She just thought she just had very, very terrible shit luck. So Eisenhorn, though, recognized what she was and actually hired her on a temporary basis and then eventually made her a part of his uh, retinue and uh, became an acolyte. So did she become a general for him or like? Uh, It's kind of like a deputy cop almost. Okay. So training you to become an inquisitor over time, which she does. She's actually a very big part of quite a bit of novels um, how do i reach the cloak in the back there i just forget about it okay cool <laughs> um yeah but inquisitors really enjoy having blanks around because they can't be because they can't be affected by anything that's warp based mm-hmm. they're like a bubble of protection so an inquisitor that can just accept the wrongness feeling so and- they train themselves to be okay with the wrongness so that yeah. when they're in there, like, she's basically got a shield of protection on it. Exactly. Someone might try and smite him, but she's standing right there and it just goes, boop. Interesting. So it does extend over, like, it's not just the sister of silence who's got that, but she can extend her protection to a area. Essentially, yes. So can I the, get a sisters of silence? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have warp bowers or things that are going around, thankfully, because, oh, God. Um, what causes this genetic defect is not well known. No, there's Your no genetic Lauren? defects just are spontaneous. They 
are, but they're radiation poisoning in, in the lore. There isn't one gene that is specifically responsible for this blankness. Oh, it could be an epigenetic thing then. <laughs> no, but even epigenetics turns on and off specific genes. Yeah. But it could be a phenotype then. It could be a phenotype. Because I mean, a genotype, I'm going to get a little bit nerdy here, is this gene and it's this allele, which is like little A, little B, if you've ever done your science, right? Whereas the phenotype is what does it create? Is it blue eyes, black eyes, green eyes, gray eyes? Mm -hmm. So it could just be a phenotype of multiple genes. It could be. Very well likely. I don't know. I don't know. The theories that are out there of what causes these phenotype genetic definitions or differences Mm -hmm. um, is just a pure result of the amount of warp stuff energy that has entered into the galaxy, and it's just a direct counter to it. Because there's so much warp energy, it is enacting that phenotype, potentially. Are there doctors in Warhammer? Oh, there's doctors, but they're usually not nice doctors. No? They're like your crazy ones that want to cut arms off. Um, The other theories are things like Xeno experiments on humanity, dark age of technology, genetic manipulations, blah, 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 blah. There's a whole many different ways. But all that we know in 40K and in the game is that it is something that exists. Now... There are other uses for psychic nulls, not just in for Inquisitors, um, but I want to leave those for future episodes. Right now, I want to talk about the Anathema Psychana. Fools may call these women abominations, hags and freaks. Only the wise know the sisters as the bravest of all humanity's saviors, those who battle chaos itself. So the Anathema Psychana... Null Maidens, or the Sister of Silence, are a small group that work extensively with the Custodes, the work of our bodyguards of the Golden Throne and the Emperor of Mankind. Their original purpose was secretive and shrouded in mystery. They originally were the militant branch of the Astrotelepathica, the division of the Imperium responsible for recruitment and training of psychers, as well as communication and maintenance of the Astronomicon. They used to seek the sisters out, um, and see, uh, sorry, they used to s- use the sisters to seek out, apprehend, and process the emerging psyker population in the galaxy. Because in before the 30K, when the Imperium was being created, mm-hmm. psychers were just emerging. It wasn't something that was there for thousands and thousands of years. Something new had changed in the galaxy that was causing people to mutate into psychers. Hmm. Any that they deemed too dangerous, though, they would eliminate before they became a problem. They operated once on their main base on Luna, the Somnus Citadel, and began to do so again in the modern setting. They kept close to Terra where they needed to operate regularly to help train psychers and call any rogue psychers. Oh, these agro flagons look weird. Yeah, because it's like necrotic flesh. I don't even know flesh. how to... Are, are these the Repentia? Those are the Repentia. Okay, they don't have cloaks. No. Oh my god, they have flesh. Um. Yeah. Do we have flesh paint? Ooh, that ooh. looks fleshy. What do you guys think? Heavy golden brown. They're brown. There you go. <laughs> Nulls, like psychers, have variability in their null strength. The strongest are specifically chosen and recruited into the Anathema Sarcana. Even then, they have developed their own methods to increase their null strength. How they do this is not known in the lore right now. It's not something that they've explained yet. During the Horus Heresy, they were instrumental in burning 
of the burning of Prospero. Since the Thousand Suns Legion specifically were very significant number of psychers, they used sent the anti-psyker force out to deal with them. And it I got a question. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Do I have to wait for that to dry more? Um. Oh, you let it pool. I don't know what you're talking about. You might have thinned it a little bit too much. Did I? Maybe if it's pooling that much at the bottom. Oh, well, you told me to thin it like crazy, so I did. I'm just listening to you. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. I know, I know. All right, what do I do then? Just do skin? Just do the skin. Yeah, just put the brown on there and uh, on the skin. Uh, uh, That's Sophia. That is a ink that you can use. It's okay. I got this. In the 10,000 years since the Horus Heresy, they descended further into the backdrop of the galaxy. Without a direction from the Emperor, they were scattered around the galaxy without any direction. Those that were undaunted um, and continued their duties, though. Instead of working with the direct influence of the throne, they needed to work in small conclaves and hide their existence, all the while fighting against chaos. Often, they operated basilicas, so under any light amount of scrutiny, they were simply look like a convent of Adeptus Auroritas. Interesting. Do they look like skin? Tan skin, yeah. It looks too yellow. Too yellow? brown. Um, Sepia brown? That's an ink. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Maybe we hmm. might need to get some... Hmm. You might need to stir that up. Bergman's Glow. What about this? You might need to stir that up. Yeah, no, but does it look like it would be good? I think I've used it for skin before. You might need to stir it. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know, I know, I know. I got it, don't worry. All right, keep going. Okay. Currently, they have been recalled to Terra after the fall of Cadia and the opening of the Sictrix Maledictum, the rift that tore the galaxy in half and is just a pure warp gate in the galaxy. Hmm. Um, that's an event that I'll try and explain at some point because it's a huge event that really? has happened in recently. This is skin color. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I found skin. Um this Sycadrix Melodictum has caught, allowed a significant number of daemon incursions across the entire galaxy. The reawakened Primarch Rebute Gilliman, a.k.a. Robot Girly Man, a.k.a. Bob Gorilla, a.k.a. Grandpa Smurf, uh, reinstated the entire order after they were recalled before the fall of Katie itself, and has them working with the custodians on missions within Terra and the galaxy as a whole. Because with so much more derm demons around and more psychers showing up, what's your best bet? Use the anti-psychers. Yeah. Oh, darn it. Now I have to wait for her skin to dry. The other thing, too, is that to the Sisters of Silence, when they fight demons, we might see that um, that satanic-looking goat thing with horns and the sword. All they see, and we might be absolutely terrified of it just by its pure presence. To them, they see like a goat. Who's that? The Sisters of Silence. Oh, nice. So they're so, just amazing. <laughs> they they cause demons to like a normal human to be repulsed they like demons don't want to ever be near them they want to remove them from the galaxy anyway all right team is yeah. that too thin then if it's pooling i was trying to make it really thin um that should be okay just make sure it doesn't pool too much but then i should be making the paint thicker now make i'm it taking little, it all off see yeah make it a little bit thicker but that's what's that's how it's coming out yeah then it is a thick coat. <laughs> you can put it, um, the paint on your like skin to see how much it will show and see how thin it is as well. It helps I'm you. I'm brown. 
the paint. <laughs> the paint's on him. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Anyway. One of their main duties is manning the black ships. The black ships are strewn with runes of warding and siphoning off latent psychic energy uh, and uh, the to, and ugh, siphon off the psychic energies of those interred as they travel through warp. The black ships are specifically designed to take psychers from around the galaxy and ferry them to Terra itself. On Terra, it is either a decision to train them, execute them, or... Um, sacrifice them to the god emperor because a thousand psychers a day must be sacrificed yeah. to the god emperor to keep him alive to yep. keep the astronomicon running yeah and yeah that's and just how he deals psychers are not the sisters right psychers are not the sisters okay, cool. that's why the sisters are actually the ones that man the black ships because mm-hmm. they can counteract all the psych- uh, psychers that are being interred there and mm-hmm. keep them from getting loose and causing all kinds of shenanigans yep yep um but the thing is they do need to continue the sacrifice because the astronomicon is that north star that allows people to navigate in the warp itself so why they're called the sisters of silence is because they take something called the vow of tranquility to maintain their secrecy each number of the anathema psychana takes a vow of tranquility up until they take their vow they converse normally they speak during training and ensure that they learn everything that they need to and converse like normal adolescents. They gossip, they laugh, they make friendships. Upon completing their training, they take a vow and they never speak a word ever again. They will not speak under torture or duress or during battle. They don't even gasp when they are injured, such as their resolve. But they still maintain their bonds within their order as if they were norm- um, they are normally but they're the using their specific sign language that they have developed in order to communicate in very, very detailed ways. Hmm. Symbolic to this vow, they wear a portcullis-styled armored gullet, so it actually looks like this big piece of armor up over their nose. Wow. Um, oh, I think I saw that, yeah. Yeah, which has itself become very iconic as the order as a whole. Since they do not speak, they have alternative means of communication. They have different types of sign language depending on what they're doing. The first is thought mark. They use an intricate and subtle movement of their fingers and thumbs to express everything from news between members to lengthy encyclopedic knowledge of psychers and the ethereum chaos. So it might look like someone's doing Naruto hand movements. Mm-hmm. Not quite like uh, American sign language, but very, very small, minute changes. Interesting. It's oh my god. Graceful to outsiders and conveys a huge amount of knowledge. That's Ooh, good. That, that actually looks, looks really, really good. good, yeah. Uh since they are subtle movements to convey a large amount of detail, it's not used in battle because at a distance it may be difficult to understand what is being said in the sign language. Hmm. And as well, in if there's darkness, if there's smoke, if there's anything, it's hard to communicate and it's hard to maintain focus when fighting in the forces of chaos. Mm-hmm. The second is actually battle mark. This is the language that they specifically use in battle, and thus uses large moments, movements that can be seen through the din of battle. Interesting. They often describe their battle mark as much more efficient communication than issuing orders through speech. Instead of two actions, I need to tell you, you need to go to the flank and attack, while I turn then try and go and attack from the front. The sisters will make that attack a part of the communication. Oh, interesting. So it is a danceful, a graceful dance 
in battle. So why do they take a vow of silence so that no one knows what they're like? Because everyone, I'm, I'm assuming people will understand what they do in the uh, in the lore of 40k, right? Like eventually, word will come out what the sisters do. What's the uh, reason for the vow of silence? The vow of silence is to maintain the secrecy because um, originally the emperor didn't want anyone to know about the warp. Mm-hmm. The warp was supposed to be a secret. He didn't. He didn't want it outwardly known so that's why he created this force specifically to fight Hmm. against the warp in chaos Mm -hmm. but they didn't want anyone to know what they were talking about so they made their own language and ensured that they aren't discussing it openly Mm, interesting yeah sorry i gotta come off here because apparently some of the stuff needs to be put on my chest so i can do it properly (laughs) the last way that they communicate is i'm gonna spell this out because until i said it aloud i didn't realize what it was o r s k o with an umlaut d e how do you say it orse code orse code oh my god it's morse code it is straight up morse code it's a machine translated version of thought mark that's funny this allows transmission of the communication beyond line of sight it sounds like clicking or rattling of cog wheels to those that are not trained in the language and it's just straight up morse code <laughs> gw couldn't think of anything else so they're just like fuck it we'll use morse code and just say it's special magical language that the sisters use yep <laughs> like ah all right. Nonetheless, um, weapons. So the wep- uh, the Anathema Sykena actually have only really three weapons that they typically use. They have the standard bolter and the flamer, but they are also extremely proficient in power swords. Their most iconic weapon, though, outside of those three, is the execution blade. This is basically a Zweihander, a great sword that is longer than these women are often tall. Nice. And this is a also a real weapon. Mm-hmm. This is why I handle it. It is literally a, it's about five and a half feet long. And it's just a giant ass great sword. They use this for executions. executions. Um, they're remorseless executioners as they are often tasked with doing so for rogue psychers. Because if they are out seeking psychers to bring into the black ships, yep. they need to decide right then and there, is this person too dangerous to be kept alive even in the black ships and they will just immediately murk them wow and they use it the only named execution blade is veracity sword of oblivion this was once wielded by the emperor but was gifted to the knight commander genetia Kroll, the soulless queen hmm. this was in the 30k era there was a 30k era this is the horus area was there a 20k area or a 10k area? No one knows because everything was lost to knowledge in the How age of strife. How convenient. Yeah, it's the way GW works. Yo, check it out. I mean, I'm really sucking at this, but like I'm putting skin on. I mean, that skin on. Well, I can make mistakes, right? Because I, I layer, right? So. Yep, that's the point. Yeah. That's awesome. why you do two thing goats. Now, the Sisters of Silence have a specific command structure. They have their command ranks, which is the Knight Commander. Knight Commander is the most senior officer, uh, field officer within the Order and serves as the overall commander of the Sisters of Silence. The one that with the uh, suicide blade, not the suicide blade, the executioner blade. The Veracity, Sword of Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Is there more than one Sword of Oblivion? No, it's a named one. 
So that's okay. the only one of those that blades. It's the only named weapon they really have. Um, there's the Mistress of the Black Ships. So this is... This has a cloak. This one has a cloak? Let's see it. Why are you looking like I'm that? I'm giving up on life right now. Where's the cloak? Right here. Oh, just make that... Stupid shit and cloak. This thing can go cloak and die. <laughs> I, didn't I hear once that cloth is one of the bane of most people's existence on this game? Mm, depending on how you do it. And why did we get me a thing with cloth in it? Because you liked the uh, lobotomized babies. Yeah, but you should have maybe told me this beforehand. This is hard. All right. I'll help you. Don't worry. Uh, so the mistress of uh, the black ships, uh, she's basically just the grand admiral of everyone that runs and uses the black ships. So she controls everything uh, and execution of the grand, te- the great teeth, which is tithe, tithe, teeth, whatever. It's getting all the psychers from around the galaxy to mm-hmm. Terra. Uh, the other one in the like command ranks is the nemesis Paraxia, um, senior sister, uh, high guardian of the compelled lore and a stature temporal of the Divisio Investicus and ultimately responsible for the training of all the sisterhood's, um, acolytes. So this is like the grand librarian. Interesting. The one that has all the knowledge and train, uh, helps She's a training. sister as well? She's a sister as well. Okay. Do sisters train sisters? Yes. Yeah, because I mean, especially if they're using their own language and stuff, right? You're well, it's also gonna... like who else could stand to be around that many of them? Well, so the other thing is, like when they when they fight, are they fighting with other armies, and are they able to understand their language? So that's why they work more extensively with the custodies, because mm-hmm. the custodies, even though they still feel that kind of repulsion, they are demigods essentially, and are able to put that aside in order to fight with the sisters. Mm-hmm. And as well, they are scholars, so they're really able to know Thoughtmark intricately. So most people don't learn it because they don't want to be near the sisters, but the custodies know that because they have no psychic abilities, they have no psychic defense, the sisters of silence work with them for that purpose. Yeah. So they have something to go against. Yeah. Demons. Demons. Hmm. Now, another part of the sisters of silence is the chamber of judgment. Uh, it's more feared than the counterpart of the high-ranking Sisters of Silence, the Chamber of Oblivion, largely because members are responsible for determining the tithe of psychers will be prosecuted. They decide which human psychers will be taken to the Imperial Service and which will be executed immediately. Hmm. So the top level of this is the Excrutius, um, comprised the dreaded silent judges of the Excrutius. Uh, tasked with weigh the actions of the guilty and innocent uh, when it comes to those concealing psychers with the tithe. So if you are concealing a psyker because they're your sister and you you know they're kind of going crazy, but you want to protect them, the Sisters of Silence might just show up, chop your head off, and then chop your sister's head off hmm. because you're guilty of harboring a psyker. Yeah. Um, are psychers mutated as well? Yes. Okay. Psychers are a mutation of humanity. Mm-hmm. Same with the navigator mutation as well. So enabling people to navigate through the warp. Yeah. Uh, these sisters have often two heavy lenses that are ruby-colored bionic implants in place of their natural eyes. It is said to attain the seed rank of the silent sister must have personally slain a hundred witches. Slikers? Yep. Yeah. I need some water. In 
the Chamber of Judgment, there is also the Witch Seeker uh, Pursuivant. Senior Sister ranks above the Oblivion Knight and Knight Centura within the hierarchy of the Order. The Chamber of Oblivion it comprises the majority of the Silent Sisterhood's senior ranking battle assets. Its ranks include the Knight Centura, uh, acts as the battlefield commander, the Oblivion Knight, uh, senior sisters who led other sisters of, of different ranks in various missions. Oblivion Knights are usually only deployed on a large scale in order to combat the threat of alpha level psychers, so super, super power level psychers. Mm. Uh, so they need to really put them down. Or psyker instigated uprisings and population purges. Mm. That's why it's the Chamber of Oblivion. Yeah. Um, My God, these guys are so intricate. They are. Oblivion Knights uh, may be deployed uh, either as full cadres or led by a mistress or individually. Uh, underneath all of that, there is the Vigilator, which typically have a power sword, the Prosecutor, which has a bolter, and the Seeker that have flamers. On the tabletop, you have one box mm-hmm. that you can make into any of those lower ranks, so the Vigilator, Prosecutor, or a Seeker, or you can make one of those models into a Knight Centura. And then there is a model of Aaliyah from the book series Watchers of the Throne. And that is all they have for models. Wow. So are they yeah. an easy one to, like, do people play them with the custodies then, or do they play them they themselves? Are, so if you want to play Sisters of Silence on the tabletop, you actually need to get the Adeptus Custodes Codex, and typically you will be playing them with custodies. custodies. Okay, I mean, makes sense. Because if they're a part of them, yeah. Yeah. They may get more, and I hope they do, because, like, as I was going through this and learning about the Sisters like, of Silence. why don't I have a Sisters of Silence? They're dope as hell. <laughs> And I was, I read Does anyone through, play them? Let us know. Yeah, if anyone plays them, please let us know about them. Because um, I'm curious if anyone has a full Sisters of Silence army. I you mean, could can do you it. just do a, yeah, you just basically make them. So I think I may have let, oh no, this one came, oh yeah, it was pulled. Totally pulled. I'm learning. I'm learning. Oh, my throat's getting scratchy. Is it? Yeah. A little bit. But yeah, I was reading through The Watchers of the Throne, the first book in there, and Alea is, like, she's a grumpy, like, person. And justifiably, because for her, she had just been called back to Terra uh, after living in hiding for her entire life. And she meets the custodians and like, you've been living in the throne the entire time. Sitting fat up here. I have been persecuted. I have done nothing in my life. You suck. You're an asshole. Yeah. So she's just constantly grumpy and the best Wait, kind of she way. allowed? She's not allowed to talk, though, is she? Or was she was not a sister she at that Mark. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, she'll talk to the, like, custodies who know it fluently because they're just demigods. Yeah. Um, but there is a really great part of that book where she's, like, straight up talking so fast with her hands that he only gets the gist of what she's saying. And it's basically, like, you're an asshole. I hate you. Everything that you've, like, stood for for the last 10,000 years, like, my sisters have, like, gone into hiding. They've been killed, blah, 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 blah. And he's just like, I am sorry to hear about that. You are justified in your anger. We do need to get forward, and I owe you a life. And she's just, like, getting more furiated with him because he's just so calm. Uh Uh-huh. And just like, why are you just taking my anger? (laughs) Oh, I feel like I need a smaller one. Uh, you don't. Um, I typically use the black, uh, the Kalinske one. This one? Yeah, that's what I use for details. You just get a little bit on there, and then you can kind of go. Well, I'm in cloaks. Just use the regiment. What's the regiment? The one that you were using. But yeah, that's... Um, is this character? You can use that. That's a good one to use. I've been using this nonstop. 
Yeah, yeah, use that. Um, but yeah, so that's the Sisters of Silence. That is what I have on the Anathema Sakana. Nice. Yeah. Pretty cool. What do you think? I hate cloaks. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that that's I really enjoyed actually learning about them. They actually the look book. pretty cool too. I think oh. you showed me a picture of them when we were doing the all factions um episode with the custodies. Yeah, they have some drip. They are gorgeous looking, like with the, the armor that they have. And I wouldn't want to mess with these women. <laughs> it's just awesome. Um, and the book was actually pretty good when I was reading through it. Mm-hmm. It was pretty, pretty decent. Um, but that's what I got. I think uh, that's where we'll end off for today. Oh, wow. I was waiting for a very long episode. No. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> Quick and easy. I mean, it's nice to have these little snippets, too. Um, so... I guess that wraps it up for today, eh? Yeah, yeah. All I've right, got so nothing wait. else. I'm, I'm done. You Nice. Okay, so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode on Sisters of Silence. Watch me suffer through painting cloaks. Uh, just a reminder, if you have any questions, comment down below. We are going to start doing live streams, so that will be available. Please like and subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget about Patreon. Uh, we have two tiers right now. You'll get access to our Discord, so that way you can hang out with us a little bit more. And uh, once we have more live streams, you'll have direct access to that at our second tier, the Lore Worm. The, the Lore Worm. We're going to add more, but we're just going to start easy and quick yep. right now. You get the Lore Kitty. That's your little starter guide, just to give us some support. And then Lore Worm is where you can get a little bit more and help us out. Yeah, take a look. Links are all down below. All right. Peace, guys. Bye.